Welcome to the Fantasy Champs Basketball Podcast. I'm Jai Olivares. I'm Ralph Gallega, and we're here to bring the money and get you those rings. Welcome back, everyone, to the Fantasy Champs Basketball Podcast. I'm Jai Olivares, and I'll be your host for today. And it was a nice holiday season that me and Ralph enjoyed. We've been a bit busy, but we're here to bring back new content as well. I just want to give a shout out to our fellow podcasters, especially Fantasy Benchwarmers, our fellow Filipino podcasters out there. So shout out to you guys. Keep doing your thing. You give us a lot of inspiration. So let's keep helping each other out. And um, yeah, as, we, as I said, we're trying to bring new content here. We know that there are a lot of fantasy analysts already. And we want to try and bring something new for everyone so that we don't keep just repeating the same stuff. A lot of people like doing, uh, as uh, Fantasy Benchwarmers the, does, they have their own daily quickies that they release every day. So follow them if you want a nice update every day. But I don't think we can hold up the daily content. So we're going to try and do something new, probably three, really something three, four times a week. And as uh, as well, we're going to try and do this just one take so we don't have to edit as much. So yeah, f- for our first uh, episode of the year of 2021, we want to release something, a new concept called Trade Tracker. So what we do in Trade Tracker is every, every week, we probably release maybe one or two episodes a week is we pick a player a hot name in the league and we analyze three four maybe five trades on yahoo fantasy and um, actually on yahoo fantasy you can see all the trades that are going on so we'll base off of that and yeah we'll uh, get on to that right now but, but before we start with that formally i just wanted to start with some nice trade tips everyone out there listening especially to commissioners out there get a nice idea of how uh, we should be doing things in terms of trading in our leagues so trade tip number one i'd say is to trade for both sides now when you're trading a lot of times you just want to see what's good for you now the problem is with trading in in fantasy most of the time team owners are going to be very iffy and unless it really you know gets their eye right away a lot of the times they're going to think hey what is why is this guy trading this uh, this certain player what, what is he trying to do here you know we're all trying to win so it's not going to be surprised when people think you're trying to pull pull a quick one right so essentially my number one rule is after you think about yourself of your own team what you need I think one important rule that you should follow is what does the other team need? Why? Because what's the point of trading? What's the point of offering a trade if the other team isn't even going to consider it just because of how bogus it is? Now, I know you could probably pull off some sneaky ones there, which is I I feel like sneaky trades, trades where you can get a nice deal. I think that's a bit different in terms of the type of trades that we're talking about here. Uh, I think uh, what I'm talking about is more of competitive leagues you know where everyone is understanding of players value of course if you're gonna do a nice sneaky trade and you know maybe trade christian wood for blake griffin that's probably like a taco league that's 
whole different scenario here. But yeah, just going back to the first tip, you always want to try and trade for both sides, not just your side. That way, you know, you can get nice negotiations going. You can have an understanding of uh, what the team wants, what the, t what the other, other team needs. You can also try and show who you're trying to give up, who are the players that you're willing to give up, so that he knows he can negotiate with you as well. And moving on next, trade tip number two. Trade to give, but also trade to get rid. Now, what do I mean by this? So, of course, when you're trading, you, ha you have to give someone up. It's very important to know the players that you want on your team, the players that you need on your team. So, a lot of us, we have certain guys that we really like, that we always want to keep. Of course, that doesn't always work out with how we draft. If we draft a free throw punt and one of our players is a solid free throw guy and you just want to hold on to him just because of his free throws then that's not really going to do you much so it's very important to know what players you are willing to trade on your team that way on the same level when you know who you can give up you also know you also want to look at who you want to get rid of that way let's say you have a high valued pick that's that you don't really like on your team you can pair them with a couple guys that you really don't like on your team as well. So, for example, if you have a player like someone who's underperforming, maybe John Collins. Uh, some people were not enjoying DeAndre Ayton, which I think he's doing a bit better now. Or maybe, who else? Players like that who are performing a bit lower than their ADP, but are still expected to perform a bit better. You can try and pair those guys with players that you want to get rid of who are players like players like Blake Griffin, like I was saying earlier, players that are injury prone. If you're uh, high, if you're if you have a strong team, if you're high up in the seedings, you can give up uh, a couple bad players and pair him with pair them with a really one of your really strong players to get to make to get even more stronger players right and even open up a spot for streaming as well so yeah that's, that's one thing you can uh, consider when you're trading uh, my second trade tip for you and the last trade tip is this one goes out to all the commissioners out there so any commissioners league commissioners listening to this podcast if you do a league veto then i don't even understand what you're doing so Listen out. Listen, listen to my reasoning here. Essentially, all leagues, well, let's let's put it at all competitive leagues have the mindset of trading to win. So essentially, there shouldn't be any team, any you know, fellow team owners that should be deciding who you or who another team wants to be trading. It's it's. It, can you imagine in the NBA if we had? Brooklyn Nets trading with Houston and then Toronto's like no no I don't think so that, that makes Brooklyn just way too strong and we can't compete that would just that just doesn't make sense I know it's a bit different with fantasy but essentially it's the same concept now if you're dealing with like super lopsided trades and that's that's a bit different because I think when it comes to competitive leagues everyone you know everyone should have a good idea of what's going on of uh, each player's values and if, if trades like that happen then it just is what it is i mean it's it's not anyone else's fault 
that the owner was an idiot and he decided to give up a player that's higher of value for for a useless punch. But you know that's part of the game. People want to make risks. If they're losing, you know, you might as well. There's if you're a 12th seed, halfway halfway the season, and there's nothing else you can do, you might as well try and make a trade. You know, the risky ones and see what happens. So yeah, tr- tip number three: all commissioners commissioners out there, make your veto rule commissioner only, and commissioner only because you can still veto trades that seem like collusion. Although if you have teams colluding in your league then you might want to question your league because that's not a very good league to be in all right that's it for trade tips i don't want to dive into the trade tips too much and make this episode too long so where i'm going to start off today let's see what i'm going to do is i'm going to go through the the rankings and pick the one player that i think really catches my eye in the top 12 uh, the top 12 consists of a lot of big names that we usually like trading every year. So there are gonna be a lot of names like Kyrie every year is always traded, always, always, because every year he people always know he's gonna miss games and then every year people will still take him at the second or third round. But you know, it's, it's a risk that you kind of have to take sometimes. I never do though. Other names like Michael Porter Jr., that's a big trade name. If, you're, if you have Michael Porter Jr., I would highly suggest trading him. Uh, other names, CJ McCollum and Miles Turner, the new injury list guys. So uh, we'll avoid them for now, just because we kind of want to get this trade tracker thing going. So the first name I'll go with is Malcolm Brogdon, ranked number 12 right now. That's I, f- I feel like Malcolm Brogdon is probably the biggest steal of the of the season so far, just because of how high he is right now. He had an ADP of around like 55, 60. And he's at 12 right now, which is not honestly not a surprise. Last season, he did the exact same thing. It's just now he's not loot missing games and he's staying very efficient and just doing his thing. So I love Broggy Main, Mr. The President, they call him. So one love to him. And let's get into his trades. I found three trades here that were very, that really caught my eye. Uh, the first one here is Malcolm Brogdon for Rudy Gobert. Now, both sides, I think, uh, I think both sides can win this trade. Uh, obviously, Brogdon is well, well above Rudy Gobert in terms of the rankings. But my my thinking here is the person trading Brogdon needs a center. So obviously, he's gonna trade his one of his best point guards to get another best center on another team. I'm assuming Gobert would be. One of the best centers, if not the second best. Maybe that's one reason why he's trading Gobert. Might have drafted AD maybe in the first round or another big. And took Gobert second and wants to get rid of his terrible free throw shooting now. So now uh, Malcolm Brogdon is willing to take Rudy Gobert. And he gets a nice uh, Broggy main point guard. Top ranking number 12. So yeah, if... uh, if I were the Rudy Gobert side, I, I would be very happy about this just because Brogdon is, or as I said, ranked 12th right now. He's overperforming in terms of his ADP. And not to include the fact that TJ Warren is out. They're one of their leading scorers. Uh, Miles Turner just went out, went out with a uh, slight fracture in his hand, I think. And Karis Levert, the person that was supposed to replace Victor Oladipo, 
is now out indefinitely. Uh, get well soon to Karis out there. It's actually a good thing he got traded because then they found out the issue in his uh, system, and hopefully he gets he gets well soon. But yeah, going back, Victor Oladipo, man, he's in Houston now, and he took a lot of usage. So with Brogdon out, I mean with with, with Victor out and Brogdon taking that role of both point guard now and shooting guard. Oh man, uh, I I think Brogdon is poised for a solid season, staying in the at least top 24. So this trade I I feel like is a solid trade for the team receiving Brogdon. Now the team giving up Brogdon and taking Gobert, I'd assume is very point guard heavy. Is you know wants to get wants to increase his blocks, maybe his uh, rebounds because. For field goal percentage, I mean, Rudy Gobert can kind of pull you up, but Brogdon is still pretty solid. The amount of just, I mean, like, one thing to note, like, players like Gobert, they can pull up your field goal percentage, but they don't attempt that much. That's the thing. You have players like Brogdon, who are shooting near 50% every every game, that are shooting a, a shit ton. So these this volume is something that you always want to consider as well. And um, yeah, I think this is a really solid one-to-one trade. And if you're looking to trade, you know, point guard to center is a really solid way to move just because both teams get different types of uh, stats. And essentially, trading same positions is really hard just because most of the time positions have, like similar positions have similar stats. So you're not really giving up anything or getting anything. All right. Moving on, that was our one is to one trade. We'll move on to the two is to two trade. And this one right here, we have uh, another name from the top 12 popping up too. We have Malcolm Brogdon and Michael Porter Jr. for Robert Covington and DeAndre Ayton. Now this one is a spicy one for sure. I, I actually really like this trade just because there are pros and cons on both sides. Now, I personally, I would choose, actually no, I was going to say I would choose the Aiton Covington side, but I recently just traded for Covington, and I would not recommend that experience. So, hmm, the thing is, uh, the one reason why I brought up Michael Porter Jr. specifically is because I am huge on getting rid of him right now because of this COVID season. Um... If you guys aren't aware, this guy is a big anti-vaxxer, or he has had anti-vax sentiments in the past. And you know, with people like that, it's just not a good a good type of player to hold on to during this type of season, COVID. If you haven't noticed, he's been out for a while. I believe it's he might have tested positive, and or it might be a combination of you know just not following protocol, not following health and safety. Um, regulations that the league is trying to hold up so Michael Porter Jr. is someone you want to try and trade high while his value is still high Uh, the thing is when he does play he is probably gonna be a beast it's just the problem of is he gonna play how many play how many games is he gonna play so it becomes a bit of a instead of a two of two for two trade it can become a bit of a one is one for two trade or a one one and 1.5 for two trade just because of michael porter jr and and even then brogdon is also very injury prone as well which i didn't note in my 
in that previous previous trade because you know Brogdon last season he missed a lot of games and that's the reason why his ADP dropped so much but so far so good for him uh, we know that the Indiana Pacers a lot of them have been de- have dealt with the plantar fasciitis bug so and me as someone who's dealt with something similar to that I know that it's something that will always it's a reoccurring thing it's gonna stay throughout their careers if they don't stay conditioned and if they don't keep, take care of their feet then it's just gonna keep happening so when the, the once the Brogdon or I think Sabonis got it as well who else uh, TJ Warren I think once they start feeling that stabbing pain in their foot they're probably gonna try and you know tread tread cautiously and they're gonna start resting games uh, especially that first game once they feel it if it keeps going if it keeps coming back then you expect some a bit more rest from Brogdon but yeah I like this trade for both sides I, as I said earlier a Covington I'm not a big fan of but I would say the Covington Aiton trade is a lot safer just because yeah you're you're really getting rid of that injury risk with both Brogdon and Porter are dealing with that injury bug like at the back of their name tag so it's important to also trade for less risk towards the end of the season uh, you can also consider that maybe Covington is just really having a really really rough start for the season um, a lot of Portland fans would say that he just really doesn't gel he doesn't do well for the team he's too small in terms of body weight and body uh, size for his uh, for playing center or really playing four sometimes so hopefully uh, this is just a rough patch for him and we can see you know an uptick especially in blocks this guy has not been getting any blocks and he's usually been pretty reliable just for at least stocks if he's gonna keep shooting terribly you could at least get those stocks right so I could see what the Brogdon side is trying to go for here. PFC, two PFCs. Sorry, one PFC and one C in Aiton. For a point guard and a player that's stuck on the injury slot, which is Michael Porter Jr. So, all in all, I love this trade. Two for two. Good luck to both teams. And for our last trade, uh, I'm not going to dive into a three for three. This one actually here. There's one year. There's one here that actually has a, what is this, 36, 18 trade, which is pretty intense. I don't know what they're doing, but might be a 11th seed and a 12th seed trying to mix things up. But moving on, the last trade for today that I'm going to talk about is another, of course, Malcolm Brogdon. We're going to stay with him and another two for two player uh, trade, Malcolm Brogdon and Cam Reddish. For Clint Capella and Jalen Brown. Whoa, this one is a crazy one. Do I think this is lopsided? This is an example of a trade that would most probably get vetoed. Why? Because Clint Capella and Jalen Brown are obviously top 50 players. Brogdon and Cam Reddish are not both top 50. Cam Reddish is barely top 100. So that's where the value lies. And I'm assuming that the Clint Capella and Jalen Brown team is in dire need of a point guard. And they're just trying to fill in that Jalen, they have a, sorry. So the Clint Capella and Jalen Brown squad is in dire need of a point guard, which is why they're trying to 
uh, trade for one of the best point guards in the fantasy league so far. And also to fill in that hole for Jalen Brown at shooting guard or at least small forward, they'll take Cam Reddish. And they'll prob- they're probably in excess of uh, centers right now, which is why they're getting rid of Clint Capella. And maybe Clint Capella also doesn't fit their squad of uh, free throw shooting, uh, good free throw shooters. But, you know, I have Clint in a couple leagues and he's really not that bad for free throw shooting. He may kill you a couple games here and there, but the amount of production that he gives you for the the downside of his free throw shooting sometimes he 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 has i think his recent game he got like three of three free throws so these big men they can make it sometimes so that's what that's what you want to bank on every week that hopefully the big men can make their free throws and if not not completely ruin your your season like how Giannis can go one of ten in a game that's that's pretty much just like ruining your entire week there so yeah this this one is pretty lopsided i'd say the Brogdon Cam Reddish is a lot less value, but you know I, I love Brogdon man. He's a lot he's a lot safer, and with Cam Reddish, you can say that he has been missing a lot of games though. So I'm not sure what the uh, team going for Malcolm Brogdon is doing. This might be this actually might be collusion wherein the team is trying to get the other team to win. So who knows? But I think these are the types of trades that will automatically get vetoed in a lot of uh, leagues. And I just disapprove of that, man. Like, if they want to ruin their squad by getting... Uh, so, I mean, they might not even be ruining their squad because they might, they might be, like, the number one seed and they want to get, like, the best point guard in Malcolm Brogdon and maybe even just drop Cam Reddish because... Uh, Jalen Brown had a really solid start for the season and it's possible that he can go down while uh, Kemba returns to the squad. So it's a big uh, it's a big toss-up, man. I, I, I definitely wouldn't veto, veto this trade as a commissioner. And uh, yeah, best as I said earlier, best of luck to both teams. So yeah, that was our trade tracker episode number one. Uh, as a, we have a, a shared email address that is Fantasy Champs of Arsa, Fantasy Champs of ARSA at gmail.com. So if you have any questions or insights, any thoughts that you want to share with us, or if you just want to talk fantasy, man, email us and we'll try to get to you as soon as we can. Where we want we want to build a bit of a community as well, and hopefully our fellow podcasters out there can shout us out and you know maybe even uh link up with us and we can figure something out but yeah thank you again everyone for listening uh hopefully we get you those rings and bring you that money peace out